Uh, further to the situation in Ukraine, uh, there are certainly uh, those in Canada and other countries that are looking to go there, go to Ukraine uh, to help the Ukrainians fight off this Russian invasion. It has raised the question, I suppose, about the legality of all of that, so whether the government should be condoning or encouraging that. Uh, I think the, the federal government uh, here in this country, while advising citizens against travel to Ukraine, recognize that there are those who want to go and assist in the effort and are not getting in the way of that. So certainly we've been hearing anecdotally about a number of Canadians, folks from other countries, uh, making their way to Ukraine uh, to help in the fight. So joining us to talk a bit more uh, about that side uh, of the equation and uh, what we're seeing in terms of that uh, international response and, you know, why we're seeing it. Very pleased to welcome uh, to the program here the sporting Boris uh, Reshnevsky, who is a former member of parliament. He's chair of the Ukrainian World Congress's uh, Human Rights Commission. Boris, good to have you with us here today. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, first of all, let me just get your thoughts on, you know, what, what we've seen over the past uh, week or so. Obviously, uh, a lot of heartbreaking images, uh, clearly, from from Ukraine in terms of, you know, what the Russians are doing, you know, the bombardment of cities, the civilian casualties. It's it's all been uh, pretty heartbreaking. It's gut-wrenching. And what we need to do is clearly understand what it is that we're watching. Yes, the images are heartbreaking, but... Uh, Putin, using Kremlin language, uh, has made it clear what his intent is. It's the eradication of a democratic state of 44 million people. But he goes further. It's not just the eradication of Ukraine as a state. It's the eradication of Ukraine's people, Ukrainians. Uh, it began last summer with his big essay that he posted on the presidential website uh, of the Kremlin. Uh, and uh, you have to understand Kremlin speak, but it was chilling. It was clear. He did it again a week ago Monday uh, when he spoke of Ukraine, and uh, my understanding is that uh, he made it clear in his conversation with Macron when he said that it was about to get much, much worse, and it would be all of Ukraine. So this is genocide disguised as war. Putin is a war criminal. Uh, that's clear. Uh, in this in this day and age, you cannot hide the war crimes that he engages in. Uh, last night, we were on the brink of a nuclear ca catastrophe, a nuclear war by other means, when you had tanks uh, and uh, uh, artillery, guns, shooting at Europe's largest nuclear power complex, six times the size of Chernobyl. Um, this was done at night. Uh, the Russian tanks have night vision capabilities. They knew exactly what they were shelling. Thankfully, the winds turned towards the southeast, towards the Krasnodar region. We averted the potential of this war against the people of Ukraine becoming nuclear yesterday. Uh, this is uh, a, a horrific situation. There's already, in one week, a million refugees. Uh, WHO today said uh, they're on the uh, extreme end, 
they're estimating 18 million, potentially 18 million refugees. Prior to that, the numbers were four to five million. But we see the scorched earth approach, uh, the wholesale uh, bombing of civilian areas, the use of cluster bombs, the use of vacuum bombs, yeah. um, band equipment. So um, what and what we see to return to your first uh, uh, item, uh, mm-hmm. Canadians and Canadians wanting to join the resistance, uh, they can do so uh, as part of this international legion. Uh, for the territorial defense of Ukraine. Uh, A website went up uh, this week, defendukraine.ca. The response has been in the last three days uh, phenomenal. Uh, There is uh, over 400 people that have responded, and uh, it's running about uh, 85% non-Ukrainian Canadian, with a large contingent are people with military background. These are people that understand combat, have been in combat, and uh, they are also people that have dedicated themselves to serve and protect us and our democracy. They understand the values upon which we have built this incredible country and the international system. The democratic West is at threat. These are days and weeks which will define the 21st century, the kind of world that our children and grandchildren will live in. So in terms of uh, the, the federal government's position, uh, you know, certainly the, the government is not discouraging Canadians from doing this. I don't maybe the government's uh, a little worried about being seen as as encouraging this. But um, has, has the government taken the, the right position so far, do you think? Uh, yes, they have. And the other mm-hmm. encouraging part of what the, the government has done is made it clear that those who may, for whatever misguided reason, decide to fight on the Russian side, uh, that they will face uh, legal uh, 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 legal issues yeah. uh, should they do so. But we're not hearing any of that. What we have is this overwhelming response from Canadians, uh, whether to help human- in the humanitarian effort or to help uh, in the defense of Ukraine. But I, I just wanted to make another note. These are It's a note for my former colleagues. Um, uh, look, uh, what has happened is public opinion is leading. And unfortunately, uh, although there have been some good responses, uh, they have not been adequate. And let me just give one quick example. Uh, We always take a certain skeptical view of the corporate ethics of our major corporate entities. Well, I have to tell you that when BP and Shell announced at the beginning of the week that they were disengaging from their Russian businesses and uh, their Russian businesses contributed billions of dollars to the bottom lines, uh, bottom line profits every year, that is a strong ethical stance that the, uh, the, those uh, businesses have taken. And these small sectoral sanctions that have been put in place are not adequate. We need a total economic blockade of the Russian Federation. How many dead Ukrainians will it take? Is it 10,000, 100,000, a million before we act? We will get there eventually, but why not 
do it now, just like sending defensive lethal weapons. If we had been sending these in the last years, we would not be in this position. Let's be clear once again. This is genocide disguised as war. Putin has communicated clearly what end result he's going towards. The Ukrainian people are to be eradicated. A nation of 44 million people living in a democratic free state in the center of Europe. They are now the shield for NATO. NATO isn't the shield for the democratic West. It's those brave frontline Ukrainians who are fighting not only for their country, but for the freedom and values on which the democratic West has been built. It's time for our members of parliament, our ministers and the prime minister to show leadership, to show Canadian leadership. For those who are, are heeding the call and, and signing up to, to join the resistance, to join the fight in Ukraine, what, what are the logistical issues involved then in terms of, you know, essentially getting folks over there? What's, what's being done? What can you tell us? Uh, I cannot get into the details of the logistics because of the nature of, sure. uh, of this mission. Uh, but uh, let me just be clear. We are prioritizing people with military and combat experience as well as people with medical experience, especially those uh, with experience in trauma uh, or emergency ward. Uh, those are the, the types of volunteers we'll be prioritizing. Uh, we've had many who've uh, uh, indicated that they're ready to go. Uh, however, if you don't have that type of experience, uh, we will be facilitating those that do. Um, there are other ways you can help. There's a huge humanitarian crisis uh, currently in Poland. There are so many ways that you can be of help, uh, but uh, we want to make sure that those Canadians who become of this international legion for the territorial defense of Ukraine, the resistance, uh, we want to make sure that these are people that know where they're heading and know how to fight. Yeah. Well, much more on that as mentioned. DefendUkraine.ca is uh, the website that's been set up. Much more as well at UkrainianWorldCongress.org. Boris, thanks so much for making some time for us here today. Really appreciate it. Thank you. All the best. Uh, Boris uh, Resneski is a former member of Parliament. He's chair of the Ukrainian World Congress's Human Rights Commission. So talking about the response and how they're helping to facilitate those who want to go there, be on the ground, help Ukraine fight this. Defend Ukraine. Dot CA.